0: Well, good a time as any to to talk about self-motivation. Motivation Motivation of the body, motivation of the mind, motivation of the spirit. So what the heck does that mean? Well, they all work hand in hand. So here it is, East Coast, Massachusetts, end of November, about 3 o'clock. Time change makes it get dark super early, but gosh, almost 50 degrees in November, it's its a missed opportunity to go on out for a walk, even with partial sunshine, you know, sitting at the computer in a nice warm house, very lucky to be sitting in a warm house, you know. Some people, a lot of people in the world don't have a warm house, so that goes back to that lesson where... There's plenty to be yeah. There's plenty to be grateful for. Oh, that's one of those things. But anyway, you're sitting there comfortable. You've got a lot of things to do. Sometimes you don't have much to do, but you think, well, should I take advantage of this beautiful day and go for a walk? Go for a nice walk. Of course, you sometimes have to. Lift yourself up by your own bootstraps, and take that walk. Make that effort. It's kind of like in Buddhism, the you know the right effort. It's one of the uh, eightfold path, right? Right effort. But you don't need to be a Buddhist or practice Buddhism to understand that making a quote-unquote wise effort has it has a different outcome than an unwise effort. You know, sloth and torpor or laziness, you know, that stuff has a certain effect on you and I or any of us. And, uh, you know, lack of exercise and, gosh, I mean, moving the body is important. We're meant to move. You know, if we're, if we're lucky enough to have a, a living body, you know, be it that you uh, have the ability to walk, crawl, jog, run, is an incredible um, it's an incredible opportunity. You know, not everybody's able to do that. We're we're supposed to move, you know, we're we develop from we come from nothing. If you think about it, you and I were once nothing, or somehow we were planned in the grand creation of of time and space or God had plans for you and what I believe I don't know what you believe but you know there's a plan there right there's a reason you and I are here and you know it comes together biologically and a whole series of things come together to make you a you and me a me. A lot of that stuff we don't have to really we don't have to make an effort at. You know, there's the the subconscious... Um, the subconscious consciousness, you know? For example, what beats your heart? What uh, what makes you breathe? What makes your hair and your nails grow? Your skin, all the cells in your body? There's very little... Very little you can do about any of that kind of stuff. It's, it's just... It's almost magical, right? But as we grow and develop, you know, even as babies, as infants, you know, life knows what to do. Life knows what it needs to do to make things happen. If it's meant to happen, as they say, if it's meant to be, it's meant to be. Well, you know, you're again here for a reason, and so am I. So we develop as a baby and babies learn how to speak, crawl and walk and run. It's the same thing when we're older. You notice little kids, when they're little, they tend to make the effort to run, walk, play, be active, right? When you get older, we tend to not do so well with that. You know, even like I said, sitting at my desk, you know, it's just sort of comfortable, right? You're comfortable sitting there. You don't want to get out of your comfort zone some people do you know, actually I know many people that do they, they make the effort to go out for that walk that jog, that bike ride or whatever but a lot of time it takes, it takes personal discipline to go on out and do that kind of stuff so I was thinking about that and I'm going to record this here instead of on my podcasting equipment at my computer because it's too comfortable there but I can still get the points across And that goes along with uh, mental and physical oomph, or putting, putting forth the effort. So here I am taking a walk. That's a physical effort. But there's a mental effort to take the physical effort, right? You have to sort of put yourself in the mindset that, hey, I'm gonna do this, I'm gonna make this happen. Should I go for a walk? Should I go for a walk? That's all mental, right? The spiritual stuff, it's sort of like using the word willingness, open to, or intention. If you regularly set your intention as this is what I'm going to do, for example, I'm going to be a spiritually minded person, then, then you're going to do that regularly. And that's an effort. That's taking, that's making an effort, an intention to say, hey, this is what I'm gonna do spiritually. Mentally, if I say I'm going to make an effort to go for that walk, that's, that's making a mental effort to do that, right? Physically, I, I know a good story physically. I remember I was with my brother-in-law few years ago and helping him in his his garage or his barn and uh, he had an engine in there I think it was a it was a big engine it's a big V8 engine and he wanted to move it and uh, I said what are, you, what are you nuts you know this guy's a strong strong dude he can lift up a lot of stuff a lot of wheat and he said here grab grab your end he says I won't be able to help you much. And he said, "Well, that's not a good attitude. Come on, man, think this you can. You know, I'm relatively physical, so you know, relatively strong. Certainly nowhere near as strong as him. But it's a mindset. Come on, I've got this. We're gonna move it. So, the, so I was moving it with him, this big engine, and then he tripped or something, and he basically dropped his end. And and I was like." Holy crap, man, pick up your end! I was freaking out because here I am holding this huge engine, real, real heavy engine, and then he grabbed it and he said, "See, he let go of his end, and I was able to hold it totally fine, unbelievable, you know, and uh I, I I can't forget that moment. you know that's a lot like the stories you hear about people that get into accidents and uh car accidents and they have this superhuman strength where they're able to like rip doors clean off of a car or sometimes lift cars and do superhuman strength stuff. It's amazing. It's amazing what the human being can do. So anyway, but it's, a lot of it has to do with a mindset. You know, if you think that you can become a great martial artist, you have the ability, the mindset, you can do it. If you think you're going to be the next track star, basketball star, football star, you know, whatever it is, you can do it. Put your mind to it. You want to be a spiritual guru or a priest or a, some kind of a sensation in the spiritual realm or world? You can. You can do that. You can do anything you put your mind to. You know, that's how I was brought up. I think most of us are brought up that way and if you're not i'm here to tell you that you can and it doesn't take you know a a whole lot of special training It doesn't take you know having to read thousands of self-help books and listening to podcasts like this one and others although it helps you know i mean i've been inspired by many 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 books many podcasts videos, seminars, teachings, etc., cetera, et cetera. I think we all do. We're all in this race together in life, right? But what it really takes is your commitment, your willingness to say, hey, this is what I wanna do in life, right? You make the decision. It all happens inside your heart, inside your head. You know, you make, you make the determination first that this is what you're going to do. It doesn't matter what it is. It's a commitment and a willingness and a, and a, um, a drive, intention to say, hey, pooh, this is what I'm gonna do. A lot of people I know, myself included, years ago, you know, had, had moments of uh, moodiness and such you know I was fortunate to have a really good childhood you know things were different when I was a child but things change right then as you go through your teen years there aren't many mentors out there there are not many role models that can sit down and have chats with you on how things are in life right so you kind of struggle because you're alone you know the first time you have a relationship first time you fall in love You know, that can be sort of tough sometimes. Especially if you lose somebody. You break up with somebody. That can be tough. Just being in your own skin can be tough. Doesn't matter what age you are. But certainly through the teen and early 20s, that can be brutal. So if you don't have a guide, if you don't have somebody who knows their way around, somebody you can trust, you know, that's what's great about the spiritual stuff. You know, like I have a relationship with... God, and what that means is you know I see, I was raised that way when I was a kid, I was introduced to Catholicism and went to church with my mother and got confirmed and well baptized and confirmed and I actually enjoyed church, so when somebody says they have a relationship with such and such, that just means that it's something you're into you know you could be a fan of golf, fan of football, a fan of baseball, fan of a Certain rock band or pop band or whatever, right? Hip hop, whatever. You can be a fanatic about that stuff, right? It's interesting how, you know, you can see people walking around with a New England Patriots sweatshirt, t shirt, hat, gloves, emblems on their car, and it's okay to be a fanatic about the New England Patriots, but when it comes to God or Jesus or Buddha or Muhammad or whatever it is you believe in, You know, some people give you a hard time about it. It's just fascinating. It's like, well, it's okay to be a a fan of a heavy metal band. Wear their t-shirt, but you can't wear a God t-shirt, right? It's just crazy. So whatever, that's fine. You know, we all have our freedom of choice. You know, we can like what we like and don't like what we don't want to like. But I personally love that relationship I have with the inside stuff, the spiritual stuff. I really enthusiastic about it. It means a lot to me because it changes it changes everything because it makes me realize that I'm I'm just not me. I'm little little old me. You ever notice that we're I don't know we live our life thinking about there's just this me, myself and mine, you know, there's just this me separate from everyone else. And we have to survive and take care of this self that we we continually fill and feed. You know? But there's more to it than that. I think there's an important relationship with this sense of self, you know? Like, uh, you know, we have to be able to protect ourselves and survive and there's a lot of natural inclinations to want to survive in a world, you know, otherwise who will? And that's what keeps us going, right? We have our own interests, you know, things that we're good at, things that we love so that we can share that with other people. It's unique, right? That's why we have a good conversation. I can talk to you now about this stuff, and you're listening. And uh, you know it's a good, it's a good relationship. And hopefully, you t- take this stuff and learn and grow and share with other people too. So it's important to me the spiritual stuff, and it's important for me to take the right effort to uh, extend the right effort spiritually speaking, to pursue that, to learn more about that try to grow that right it's kind of like i don't know if you you want to grow muscles by working out with weights you're so inspired to do that you're going to work hard to do that you're going to be good at math science whatever it is you want to be good at that you enjoy you're going to put an effort into it some people don't have to put as much work into it as others you know like one of my god-given gifts is being an artist a creative person something that uh, I was born with, is easier easier for me than some. Doesn't mean I don't have to work at it, but I might not have to work as hard. But, you know, put me next to uh, an astrophysicist, I'll look like a moron, <laughs> you know? so So it really depends. But spiritually speaking, we can and should all be different, you know? We have role models in spirituality again, be it somebody like Gandhi or Mother Teresa, the Pope, or I don't know, whoever you believe in. You know, there are all different types of people that believe spiritual things and do different spiritual things. And it's important to have that, I don't know, that variety in the world, just in life in general, it's variety. So when people talk spiritual, I really believe it's important to not ridicule other people for their beliefs because that's their belief. Something that emanates from deep inside of themselves, right? You know, how can you how can you attack that? I think that's how so, so many wars and battles occur in the world. There's so much hatred and violence, you know, just based on different views. You're wrong and I'm right. I like this and you don't. You must be the enemy. It's a terrible, terrible way of looking at things because you can prove over and over again that one thing is true or one thing isn't true. It's all a matter of belief. So setting the right effort with spirituality is going to be different for you and me and everyone else. There'll be commonalities, but it's up to you whether you want to put forth that effort or that, that willingness or mindset to want to go do that kind of stuff, right? You have to allow that to flow through you. And it's almost like... I guess I guess one of the reasons I love meditating so much or just putting myself in a meditative state is that you're allowed to... giving yourself permission to sort of connect with the bigger thing. The space, the empty space, you know? given a little bit of space. It's wonderful because... It allows you to connect with that thing. Whatever that thing is for you, you know? There's more to it than you think. So what do I mean by that? So, when you get frustrated or upset, you sort of tighten up, you know? You sort of clamp up inside and it feels tight and lonely or scary or whatever. But you put yourself in a calm, relaxed state. It sort of loosens up, you know? Literally like the big blue sky, if you look up at the sky there's all that space. So imagine if your thoughts are out in that blue space. In fact you can try that, I'm doing it now, I'm looking up while I'm walking. Just sort of imagining my thoughts. Where are they? (laughs) Are they out there, are they in my head? Most of you think, uh, well gee dummy, of course they're in your head. We can't prove that, doctors can't cut out a thought. They know there's science and neurology that says, hey, neuroscience shows how, you know, you can create strands of nerves in your brain by doing things that feel good and you make neurological strands. True. But the thoughts, the electricity, the energy that makes thoughts, very, very challenging to figure out what that is. So you have to trust in the ideas like I'm talking about now where you give it into the give your thoughts to the blue space or the blank space out there give it some space and it just loosens things up a little bit doesn't have to be so serious so tight but again that's spiritual stuff and that's putting the effort in to learning that kind of stuff and embracing that kind of stuff and then following that right you have to be willing to allow that even contemplate that concept at all it takes a lot you know, most people are, I don't know, kind of rigid, and I've been there before. You know, kind of rigid and tight-minded. That's nonsense, you know, so forth and so on. So if you're if you're willing, if you're willing to let go and just sort of relax into it, you'll find a lot out about yourself, spiritually speaking. Mentally, it's the same way. You know, there's such a thing as stinking thinking. You think negative thoughts, mean thoughts, bad thoughts, obsessively grumpy thoughts, you're going to act differently. And if you think happy thoughts, kind thoughts, loving thoughts, well thoughts, total different outcome. It's proven again and again and again. You know, if you, if you forcefully make yourself think about nice things, loving things throughout your day, you're going to feel. 10 times better than you would if you think negative things. So when you catch yourself thinking negative thoughts, whoop! quick change. That's mental work. That's total mental work. So that's what I mean by making the right mental effort. So there's the spiritual effort. There's the mental effort. Of course, again, there's the physical effort. You know? Do you have to get up and lift thousands of pounds and become some Hercules or some and quote unquote beautiful model? Women or man? No, of course not. Of course not. In fact in fact there's there's a lot of harm in that because these people create these these constructs and they they have to live up to this. And they think, you know, for example, you know, women have to be this certain skinny sized model with fake fake spray tans and Perfect hair made by some hairstylist with expensive clothing and using their sexuality to sell things and so forth. It's terrible. It's just a terrible, terrible thing. And you'll think, well, wow, what if I enjoy that? Well that's fine. I'm just pointing out the the potential and well known as I'm walking into the wind. Ooh, that's tough to breathe in the wind, isn't it? But I'm pointing out the the neg the well known negative aspects of it which most people are aware of and if you're not you should really think about it and look into that same with men too you know i was brought up with the arnold schwarzenegger mentality you know it's kind of like that male jock stuff you got to be this way and that way to be cool and fit in and that can be very dar- uh, detrimental damaging to to boys and men you know you know boys get teased for xyz girls get teased for xyz it's just terrible and yeah i've talked to many groups of people and a lot of young people and yeah that's how it is you know (laughs) gotta accept it well yes and no absolutely but you don't have to accept it the way you're going to live your life or your reality you have that choice so again you know mental and physical exertion or uh intention it's going to be different so like i remember years ago when i was exercising a little too hard i thought it's going to be real important that i do you know one to two hundred pull-ups so that i could be like the marine training i see on youtube or watching the thanos video of how josh brolin was working out to be Thanos in the Avengers movies. He's at the gym, so I start start doing that too. Thinking, yeah, you get all jacked up, you know. And, uh, you know, I, I hurt my shoulders. I ended up in physical therapy for over a year. To fix my shoulders because of that. Or the time I wanted to be a weekend football star with my buddies and prove how cool I was playing football. Went overboard. Ended up breaking my neck. You know? And uh, those... <laughs> Those efforts, those exertions, those choices, those intentions have such a different outcome than had I thought differently, right? So we have to think about what we're going to do and why we wanna do it. And we have to be honest with ourselves. My mother used to tell me that all the time, that I'm fooling nobody, you know, when I was a teenager and you're bullcrapping people and you're lying. She said, you look in the mirror At the end of the day, you have to look yourself in the mirror, and and what do you see? You see yourself. And that's the person you have to be accountable for, and she's absolutely right. We're not fooling anybody, and we're certainly not fooling God, we're not fooling ourselves by thinking we're something we're not, you know? Um, There's a greater truth at work here. (laughs) You could pretend you're this, you could pretend you're that, but nature figures things out. You know, you could put a dam up on a river and the water will go a certain direction for a little while, but it'll always find its way back. It'll always find a way. Nature tends to often figure itself out. We humans are funny creatures. Now, again, it's not to say that our intentions can't make something happen. So for example, say, well, it's not natural for me to be a big muscle-bound weightlifter. That could be true. It could be people that have quote unquote bigger bones or certain abilities to allow them to be bigger as opposed to some that really have to work extra extra hard and eat lots and lots of protein to be a certain size so they could be good with that too you know you might naturally you might not naturally feel like a football player but you could work hard to become that football player you can also be careful about it and not hurt yourself or break your neck that's true absolutely true. So we have to be careful with the power of intention because intentionality, oh man, it can do amazing, wonderful things, but it can also cause a lot of problems too. So we just have to be mindful of that. So when you're going about your day or your life, just remember, we have the ability to set our intention with our body, our mind, and our spirit. And again, as I'm Soon, winding up this walk of mine, quick mile, this is about a mile, mile and a half walk, you know, I set the intention that I'm going to do it. Enjoying the fresh air, putting my thoughts here on a podcast, enjoying the sunshine, being graciously a part of nature, just accepting that and just sort of being with it. It's just an amazing treasure. It may sound a little corny to some of you, but... It's incredible if you allow yourself to just enjoy those little things in life. It doesn't require a million dollars. It's just you know, it just requires one delicious breath of life-giving air. Can you be grateful for that? Can you be grateful for a breath of air? It's life-changing if you can. That's an intention. So you set your intention on going for a walk. You know, maybe. Maybe you have some physical limitations. Maybe physically, all you can do is stand up. And that's what I love about Tai Chi and Qigong is, uh, you know, basic movements. I remember when my mother was sick, she, was, she had basically had cancer. She, was, she wasn't doing so well, but she sat with me in a driveway many times and showed her how to move her arms in certain directions to just move your arms, hold your arms up flow flow a little bit with your arms little teeny teeny movements at a time you know lifting up a leg at a time it doesn't have to take a lot to to move have the intentions of moving your body so just keeping that in mind you know you can go as far as you want to go but don't overdo it you know be careful when you're overdoing things too you have to be honest with yourself again why are you doing things so viciously you know You have to be mindful of all that. That's what I love about the mind-body-spirit connection because imagine this, imagine if your spirit is, you intend your spirit to be a certain way you're aligned with God or whatever you believe in, but nonetheless, a wonderful, beautiful spirit, okay? And you attain the best spirituality that's right for you. And that's the key, that's right for you, okay? So imagine that, and then you're aligned with your mind, where you set your minds straight and you perfect your mind that's again right for you. But you make it the best version of you. Your mind. So you got your spirit, you got your mind, and then your body. Same thing. Do you want to be able to just be able to move around and just enjoy your life? Or do you want to become the next physically fit superstar in some particular sport? That's completely up to you, but make sure that it all aligns. It's like planets, planets and their moons, everything sort of works together in conjunction. So put all that together. Try to have the the best mind, the best spirit, and the best body for you, designed for you. Start with a piece of paper and write it down. Write some concepts and ideas down that are right for you. Put mind, put my mind, my body, my spirit. And then underneath that, just write some notes down. Just think about it if you're driving. Just think about that. My mind, my body, my spirit. How do you define that? How are you now? How would you classify your mind, body, and spirit right now? And then where do you want to go with that? Or do you you want to let go? Do you want to let go and just sort of see where the wind takes you? And if so, where would that be? So just contemplate some of that stuff, and you'll start to see your life changing. And it'll be for the better, too. Because when you set your intention for a better mind, body, and spirit, (laughs) you're going to be seeing some real glorious, beautiful things in your life. Trust me.